What is up? Welcome back to Tyloo's Soccer Cast, the podcast where we talk all things soccer. Thank y'all so much for listening. And today we're going to talk about my pride and joy, Liverpool FC. I'm a huge Liverpool fan. I'm not just another bandwagon. I've liked them since we had Skirtle Rock in the back line, Mignolet between the sticks, Barini and Balotelli up top. I've been there when it's been bad, and I've been so happy, and I've been there when it's been great. So today I'm gonna, I'm going to go over a few a few talking points, like where Liverpool are standing in the league right now. I'm going to go over certain players. I'm going to go over certain transfers who were rumored to get who we've already acquired, and I'm going to give my predictions and thoughts for the rest of the season. So if I could put a word in your head that would kind of give you an idea of what I thought or what I think Liverpool's season has been, that word would be inconsistent. Inconsistency. So from the start, Man City, we played them in the Community Shield. We played a hell of a performance. We won the game. Man City just acquired Erling Holland. He's starting the game. He's coming off a hot season with Dortmund. He's looking dangerous. We do a great job shutting him down. We dominate a pretty um, impressive Man City team with most of the people that would probably end up in their starting lineup, and we get the win. Coming off of that, you're expecting big things from Liverpool. You're like, all right, it's, an- it's going to be another good season. We're going to be competing. The season before, we were going for the quadruple, and luckily we only got the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup. And we were in the Champions League final. We took the title challenge on the last day of the Premier League. Starting in this season, we beat Man City, and then the first game was rough. The next game was rough. We snuck in a 9-0 performance against Bournemouth. But after that, it got rough again. There were some games where we played really well. We got the win. We deserved the win. But there was other games where that just was not the case. We were not playing well. We were inconsistent. We just looked a shade of what we were last season when we were competing for the quadruple. And that just same passion was not there from what it seemed or from what it looked like. Our our aggression wasn't there. Our our pressing wasn't as tough, intense. We've been really sloppy when we've had the ball. And it just hasn't been the Liverpool that we've seen in the past few seasons. Now, before I go any further, I'm going to label this little this season as a transition period. And I say this because while we have been competing at the highest level for so long, you just got to look at the age of our players. The age of who our stars have been over the past few years that have made us so dominant. You have Jordan Henderson. He's always been kind of a, he's been our leader. He's been our skipper. He's been in the starting lineup for so long. He's getting older and it's starting to show. James Milner. Oh my gosh. I don't even know how that man is still playing. He he used to be a really good option for us coming off the bench and he's just not that guy anymore in my opinion. He's He's great. He's got great experience. He's a great leader up there, but he just cannot keep up with the pace of the of these games now, and it shows. Mohamed Salah only getting older. Van Dyke only getting older. And while it's not a problem, I would say these players are still in their prime, 
but I definitely think it's a time for us to kind of start looking for younger and fresher players. And you know what? Over the summer, we did that. We brought in Darwin Nunez. We brought, we made Harvey Elliott more of a player, more of a starting, um, not starting. We made him more of a part of the first team. We brought in Luis Diaz in the January transfer window last year. And we've shown that we want to start kind of transitioning to a younger team, maybe start bringing some players out. Firmino's getting older. Well, he's had a great season. I think he's been one of Liverpool's greater players, better players this year with how many goals he's gotten. I think he's in the top 10, top 15 of all scores in the Premier League right now. But it was looking like Darwin Nunez was going to replace him, and it's kind of looking like that now because now Darwin Nunez is kind of establishing himself as a starting striker for Liverpool. Now you can say whatever you want about his form right now. I don't he's he's a good player. I think if you watch soccer, you cannot deny that he is a good player. He does really well getting in right positions. He's fast. He's got a good foot, he's got a good strike. He's just a little raw right now. You can tell he's still trying to get used to the the team he's still trying to get used to the intensity of the Premier League and the goals are going to come if I'm not I'm not going to label him a Timo Werner yet where he did great in the Bundesliga he comes to Chelsea and just was a shade of himself the whole time I'm not going to label that as Nunes yet I think he just needs to get used to the team use his style of play that Klopp's wanting him to play and the goals are going to come and I think he'll be a really good hitman for Liverpool in terms of goals. I think some additions have really helped, are really going to help him as well, like the newly acquired Cody Gakbo. We're going to see what Gakbo has to offer from what I've seen. He's one of those players. He's, he's a left winger. Maybe he'll replace Sadio Mane. Luis Diaz, we're going to see how he competes with Luis Diaz because Luis Diaz has been doing really well for us. I think he's also been one of our better players this season. One of our go-to players for big moments where we need a goal. He's he's pulled one out for us. He'll he'll cut inside. He'll take a shot top of the box, outside the box, get us a goal, save us a point, get us a win. He's been really great for us. And I'm really curious to see how this battle with Gakbo is going to go over starting lineup. Now, I'm sure players don't see it as competing for a position. I mean, they do but it's all in the benefit of the team. So we're going to see which one of those has more to offer. And to be honest, I'm good with either of those starting. Now, I love Luis Diaz. It's such a disappointment that he got hurt and that he was out for as long as he was, injuring his knee. It was reported that he was supposed to make a comeback shortly after the World Cup. He has yet to return. There was a report that he was in training with Liverpool in Dubai. I don't know if that was true. I don't know if he could actually make that, but he's definitely making his progress to come back into the first team. But I do think we needed Gakbo in there. I think we definitely needed a refresh up top, something new, something more dynamic, something that can change the style of play that we're kind of playing right now. And I think he's a really good option for that. Very thankful we snaked him for Man United. Man United are already looking better and better. I don't think they need another player of Gakbo's quality up there, and I think we definitely needed him. So I'm glad Liverpool were able to complete that signing. Now, some of the better moments this season. 
We beat Man City. We beat Napoli in the Champions League group stages. We've had some good wins. We fought really hard. We look like the old Liverpool. Our young players look really exciting. And then some of the bad. There's the bad moments. Losing to Nottingham Forest. Losing to other teams of that quality. It just it doesn't make sense for the, the stage that Liverpool should be at. And like I said, I do believe that this is simply just a transition period for Liverpool. We're going to start bringing in younger players. We're going to start giving them chances. And the results aren't always going to be there from the start. But even with the senior players that we have and the experience and the skill that they have, I don't think there's any excuses for some of the performances that we've put in or that we've put up with. Now, in the transfer market, I kind of talked about getting Cody Gakbo. I think he's really important for us. But the main place that Liverpool really needed a signing was in that midfield position. The midfield just hasn't been consistent enough this season. Fabinho, he's looking like a shade of himself from the player he used to be. He's getting a little bit of that form back at this point current moment he's playing better he's looking more like himself but at the beginning of the season he just was not the player that he used to be Tiago's getting a little bit older Tiago's more of your tiki-taka kind of guy just going to keep the ball and I I haven't minded him this season but he doesn't really have too much creative output to be honest I think his strongest suit is just keeping the ball switching sides of the field um but creatively, I just haven't really seen too much from him. He's had some good moments, but he's just not the creative kind of player. Uh, that third midfield position, we've had Harvey Elliott in there most of the time. Harvey Elliott's been looking really good. He's looking young. He's looking sharp. He's looking like he's going to be a star for Liverpool one day. But he's still young, and like Nunez, he's still raw. He's still He's still getting with it. He does perform really well. And when I see him in the starting lineup, I don't really mind. I think he works hard. He wants to earn his spot out there. He's good at defending. He's good at getting in, uh, getting his foot in, getting the ball back. He's aggressive, and I like to see that. However, there are certain moments where I think Nabi Keita, from this point in the season, should be getting the nod over him. So Nabi Keita was injured for the past few months his contracts his contract talk is uncertain right now we don't know if he's going to sign with us again we don't know if he's going to move on there's a there's talk that we're going to try and trade him for Jude Bellingham and I'm going to talk a little bit about more I'm going to talk a little bit more about Jude Bellingham in a second but he just has the experience that I think Liverpool needs in that midfield right now especially if we're going to start wanting to get consistent form. Like I said, it's inconsistent. There are games where we will do really well. We will look like the team we used to be, and then the next game, it just won't be that. We will look like we were when Klopp first started at times. For example, at the time of filming or recording this, we played Wolves in the FA Cup. Now, Wolves is currently battling relegation right now. They're number 19 in the Premier League. They have not been the team that they used to be. And 
we start Cody Gakpo, we start the team that would probably be all of our number ones. And the best we can do is a draw. They get the first goal. Bad mistake from Alisson. I think he was a little bit distracted from that player on the on top of the box, but mainly it just came down to awareness. He just was not looking. He made a poor mistake, and it cost us a dumb goal that we shouldn't have even scored. In that case, we would have won the game. Now, to Liverpool's credit, we did come back. Two goals. We, we brought a lead. We got the lead. We started working hard. But we just we couldn't keep the we couldn't keep the last goal out. We couldn't do it. Again, inconsistent play. It was sloppy. Led to that tying goal that made it two two. I want to highlight the uh, Nunez goal though. Like I said, as soon as he starts finding his form, as soon as he starts getting with the program, I think he's going to be a real goal scorer. And his goal really showed that because. From the cross, first off, the cross from Trent was very good. I'm not just one of those Liverpool players that only praises him, doesn't see his flaws, because I'm going to go over Trent a little bit in two. But the the pass, the cross was phenomenal. The finish was phenomenal. Bringing that out of the sky, one touch, and the side netting, that ain't easy. And that just kind of shows a little bit of Nunez's quality there, which is why I'm saying... I'm giving him a little bit more time to really prove himself up top for Liverpool. Now, same thing with Trent. I said I was going to talk about him a little bit. There's been a lot of flack with Trent right now, mainly about his defensive uh, defensive performances that he's put in. And to be honest, I don't really see Trent being a defender as like his main job. Now, it's definitely important that he defends, obviously, because he is on – the back four, he's on the back line. He's got to be working hard. He's got to be stopping, tracking with players, trying to cut off balls, steal the ball when it's on his side of the field. But a lot of Trent's game is creativity. So normally, in a Liverpool setup, how Klopp likes to play, the outside backs are going to get up. One of them might stay a little bit more back, but they're both going to get up and two of the center mids or one of the center mids is going to come back and cover that position. Now, Fabinho used to be, that used to be Fabinho's thing with Trent. When Trent would go up, Fabinho would drop there. Jordan Henderson, that's also a thing he likes to do. When Trent goes up, Henderson covers that side of the field where Trent's left and the same vice versa with Robbo on the other side. However, there hasn't really been many chances for him to get up the field and really show what he can do. Now, a part of that does come down to performance, his performances on the field. He hasn't been getting up. He hasn't been doing the best to get himself in good positions to get the ball. He's, he's been caught out a lot on defense, leading to counterattacks, leading to goals. He's been sloppy with defending because, like I said, defending isn't necessarily one of the things his game focuses on. He is a creative right back. He likes to get up the field. Now, in the past few games, I will say his defending has gotten a lot better. He's gotten a lot of in a lot better positioning. I can tell he's really woken up after the World Cup because this is when his performances have started getting a little bit better. He was playing better a little bit before the World Cup too, but now he's starting to look more like himself. He's starting to play better defensively. 
So that's always really exciting to see because when he's on good form, he's dangerous for us. He'll get us assists. He'll set up goals. He'll set up chances, and that's really what we need from him. However, near the start, that just wasn't the case. He wasn't the guy doing it for us. He was a shade of himself like most of the other Liverpool players. And now I hopefully think he's finding a little bit of form from the past few games that I've seen. He's been getting up more. He's been setting up a lot of dangerous balls. He's really been one of those players that we can't take off the field because of how important he's been, just simply in the attack, just setting up crosses. So I'm excited to see him kind of come back into form, find himself a little bit, and we'll see where he goes the rest of the season. So the next part I'm going to talk about is just our back line. So with Van Dyke, my team's been starting. Trent's been on the right. Robbo slash Tsikimas, depending on the game. We'll play there when Robbo's hurt. Tsikimas is going to be playing on that left side. And I, I like him. I like Tsikimas. I think he plays well. He's another creative player. He's obviously no Robbo. When Robertson comes in the game, you can definitely see he has more quality. And he does better. He's now the leading he he's the defender with the most assists in Premier League history, which is amazing. Everybody thought it was gonna be Trent. No, it's Robertson, the boy from Hull City. I remember when Liverpool first signed Robertson. Everybody was talking crap about Liverpool. There was people saying, "Oh, this is a joke club. Look at the players that are buying. Like this is this is terrible. Liverpool should be signing players of better quality than someone like him." And he has really proved everybody wrong. And he has really lamented himself as one of the better or best left backs in the world for sure. And I think he's been one of the stronger uh, people in our defensive lineup this season. Actually, he's been getting the captain's armband. Van Dyke, he's gotten injured. He's staying out. They're saying for up to like a month, three, four weeks. I'm can't really remember what the injury was. I think it was maybe his hamstring, knee area. But with Van Dyke out, even Henderson out, Henderson has been getting kind of hurt in and out of uh, games. Robertson's been getting the nod to be captain. Um, I think that's good for him. I think he deserves it. You can tell when he's out there he's a good leader. He tries to hype the team up. He tries to get them ready to play well. So I love seeing Robertson being more of a leader because I think he deserves it, and I think he'll do really well for us in a leadership position, like a captaincy in the event that Van Dyke or Henderson can't be in the game. Now in terms of center back, the main man Van Dyke, another player that looks like the shade of himself. Inconsistent form. He's still He hasn't been playing horrible, but he hasn't been playing well. He's just kind of like, meh, like, there are some games it's like, yes, Van Dyke, thank God he's back there. And there are some times he just will make a mistake. He won't press hard enough. He'll press too hard, and it'll just lead to goals. And it's sloppy. It's something Liverpool fans really haven't seen too much from him since he first signed from Southampton. And this season really kind of shows he's in a little bit of rocky form. Now, he's definitely getting better. I think he's moving up with the season. As the intensity grows with the team, as we start getting more consistent, I keep saying the word consistent because that's the word I told you I wanted you in your minds. But 
I'm going to say it again. As soon as we get consistency, I think the whole team has a better as a the whole team will start to play better. And I especially think Van Dyke will sort of get with it as well. He's like I said, he's starting to play better. He's definitely one of our leaders that we need. A lot of players look up to him. He's one of the main reasons that Cody Gakbo came to Liverpool over Man City. So I'm hoping to see Van Dyke when he gets back from injury kind of reclaim his form see his old self see seem like he his old self on the field and we'll see how that goes now the other center back position that's always been kind of back and forth I like Mateep there Mateep's good on the ball he's good at passing it I think he's really secured his spot as the other center back beside Van Dyke now Kanate I think will definitely put Mateep up he'll or he'll run his money. I can't think of the phrase right now. I'm so sorry. He's going to be a real competition for Matip in that other center back spot alongside Van Dyke. So Kanate had some really great performances in the World Cup. He's been injured a lot of this year. He's coming on some games. He'll get a knock. He'll be out another couple games. But with Van Dyke out, he's really going to start getting some consistent minutes. And I got to say, I think he's a great defender. He's fast. He's big. He's physical. He'll knock you off the ball. He'll take it. And then he'll also keep the ball as well. Like, he's not just going to boot up the field. He'll look He'll look for clever passes alongside Matip. So I'm really excited to see how this new center back pairing is going to play out. Obviously, I can't wait to have Van Dyke back. But these two, I really can't wait to see them work together in that partnership. I've already kind of gone over the midfield, what I've thought about it. Um, now the forward line. Again, Darwin Nunez said it before. I'm going to say it again. Once he finds himself, he's going to be dangerous. He's going to be a hitman for Liverpool. Now, Mo Salah, another big talking point. Pretty slow start of the season, but he's really found his way now. He's looking like his old himself. There was talk that because he signed his new uh, massive contract with Liverpool, that this would be his downfall because he's old. Um he has nothing to work for anymore, and I just don't think that's true. You can see when he wasn't performing well, he hated it. He wanted to be playing well. He wants to be scoring goals. And so far, he's got 17 goals in all competitions this season. So he's getting back on that perch. He's working harder. He's getting in those places. He's definitely become one of Liverpool's top players again. Um, and him and Nunez, I think, are really starting to build a connection. They're starting to learn from each other. At the beginning of the season, it looked like Neither of those two are on the same page. Mainly on Nunez's part. Like, Nunez will try to play a ball solid. It'll be terrible. Give it to the other team. Lead to a counterattack. Or simply, Nunez would have taken a shot that was horrendously such a bad choice. Should have passed it to Salah, but he'll go for the shot anyway. But I think those two are slowly starting to figure each other out, learn each other's movements, learn how each other play, and they're starting to play a lot better together. Now, on that left wing position, I've already kind of touched on um, Luis Diaz and uh, Cody Gakpo. Now, I'm so excited to see Cody Gakpo play. Um, He started yesterday against Wolves, or I guess at the time of filming, they played yesterday. He had a slow second half, but in the first half, he played really well. I was really excited to see him out there. He was looking good. He was looking creative. He He took some good shots. They were on target. And a lot of what he did at PSV 
he was shown on the field today where he can be a great goal scorer. Like I said, he likes to cut in on his right foot. He'll take a shot. He's pretty consistent with hitting the target, so I can't wait to see him in there. Again, Diaz kind of likes to do the same thing where he'll cut in on his right. He'll take a shot. And he's pretty good at keeping it on target as well. So I, I'm i going to say it again. I can't wait to see the battle between those two this season for that spot because I think Liverpool have really two class players in that position. Um, so now just kind of my predictions for the rest of the season. So I think we're definitely going to – I think Man City, Arsenal, one and two. Those two are pretty immovable. Manchester United starting to look pretty scary. They're starting to, they're finding themselves. They're, they're having a pretty good win streak right now. They're looking dangerous. Marsh or Rashford, he's looking incredible. So that's obviously very worrisome for Liverpool fans. But man, you are looking good. So it's, I can see them finishing third. They're going to probably finish in the Champions League spot if they can hold up this form. Now, that means we're going to be competing for that fourth place spot. So that means we're going competing with Newcastle, Tottenham, probably not Chelsea at this point. But it will be Liverpool, Tottenham, and Newcastle battling it out for that fourth place spot. Now, from this season, from this point on the season, we obviously we have to win every game if we're going to want to get in the Champions League especially if we want the big man Jude Bellingham in our team because Jude Bellingham has come out and said that he wants Champions League football so that will be a big big loss if we don't get Champions League football and he ends up going to like a Man City or something which is the other team that are heavily linked with him they don't want him to go to any other Premier League team so it's going to be a tough fight with Man City for him but if we're going to get him if we want to have a good chance of signing him we need to finish in a Champions League spot. Now, Tottenham, I think we can start to get in a better form than Tottenham. Tottenham is just, they aren't looking great. They've gotten a lot of wins coming from down. But I'm just not, I'm not convinced by Tottenham yet. I don't really see them as finishing in a fourth, uh, fourth place spot yet. Now, obviously, things can change. Liverpool might get in an even worse form. And we'll finish like fifth or sixth in the league. But if, from this moment forward, if we keep playing well, if we figure out these little tactical issues that we've had, I think we'll do really well. It will get that spot. Now, Newcastle, that's where the real battle is going to come from. So, Newcastle obviously got new owners last year from Saudi Arabia. They put in some good investments in the team. Kieran Trippier has been really great. Um, Almiron, I love Miguel Almiron. Played for Atlanta United. Made his name in the Premier League. Making his name in the Premier League. I've supported Almiron since he was at Atlanta United. It's always great to see him playing well, and I am rooting for him. But, man, when he's up against my team, that's worrisome. I don't... Newcastle are looking good. The past few games, they finished with a couple ties. They played first place Arsenal, tied 0-0. That's a pretty good result for them. They'll take that point for sure. Liverpool played them, gave them the only loss of the season in the 90-minute winner from uh, Carvalho. 
But other than that, they have been on top of it this season. They have been workhorses. Jolinton has refound himself in a new position. Eddie Howe has kind of put him more in like the center mid. He is physical. He fights for the ball. He wins the ball. And he's been really great for him. Uh, St. Maximum, he's slowly making his way back in the team after injury. And he's always been really dangerous for Newcastle. Callum Wilson's been playing really well for Newcastle. Their defense has been really exceptional. So overall, I think the main competition with Liverpool for that fourth place spot is going to come from Newcastle United. Because Tottenham have always kind of shown inconsistency in their teams. And now at the beginning of the season, Tottenham looked like that team that were going to finish top four. But now it's kind of not looking that way. Now they still might, like I said, they might they might get over the tactical stuff. They might start putting in better performances, getting more wins. But from this point, I could see Liverpool taking overtaking them in the table. In terms of Champions League, I don't know if I see us winning it. Now we've always kind of shown up in the Champions League, even we even when it looks like we're not going to win the league, we we do it in the Champions League. The first final we went to since 2006 against Real Madrid, obviously a heartbreaking loss because uh, notorious Carius and goal, even though he had a great season for us in that final, he just really did terrible. But Liverpool played really well. That's really where they started their good form in the Champions League. Next year, they didn't finish as high. Made it back to the final against... Uh, Tottenham. Actually, I think it was the year after that they went back and played in Tottenham. Yeah, that's back-to-back. Beat Tottenham, got their Champions League. It was kind of a shock that Tottenham made it that far. Um, following season, obviously Chelsea got it. We got knocked out by Real Madrid, I'm pretty sure, again. Last season, Champions League, made it to the final. Lost to freaking Real Madrid again. So this season, I'm really hoping we start to change our form a little bit. Um, in terms of just playing Real Madrid, if we were to not to win, but we were to somehow get matched up with Real Madrid and win, I'd be happy. I think we really need that win against Madrid above anything else. But I just really want to beat Real Madrid. So when these games happen in February, I'm going to be watching. And I'm going to be shaking. Because Real Madrid... Recently, kind of some shaky form, but they're always a good team. Vinicius, Benzema, it's going to be rough. It's going to be tough to watch, but it's going to be fun. And I'm excited. If we beat Real Madrid, I do think we have a pretty good chance of going pretty far in the Champions League, maybe even making it to the final. But we're going to have to see. So, overall, pretty lackluster season so far. There's been some things I'm hoping for. There's been some things I've enjoyed. There's been some things I really want to see improve. But I'm not worried. Um, some people were saying Klopp should get fired. Heck no. No, 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 no. Like I said, transitional period. I'm going to say it again. Transitional period. Stuff like this happens. Arsenal went through that for a little bit where they were they used uh, early 2000s, 2010s. They were really dangerous. They played really well. They had a few seasons where they were really bad, and now look at them now. They're starting to get that team, that young team, 
where now they're first in the Premier League. So if this season ends up like that, where we're still kind of getting through all the injuries, we're still trying to get players back into good form, get ready for the next season, I'll take it. Or maybe we'll even pop off this year and really kind of bring our form back and start playing really well consistently at least so those are kind of my thoughts and feelings about Liverpool this season things to be desired things to be admired and I can't wait to see them for the rest of the season how they perform these are just my thoughts and opinions from what I've seen they could be wrong could be right I've watched Liverpool for so long I think they're definitely a shade of themselves this season, but I'm really excited to see these new signings come in, make their names, get in the starting lineup, change the team, start to kind of refresh our team sheet a little bit and see where we go in the future. Thank you so much for listening today. Support the podcast, follow. If you liked it, keep listening. I'm going to keep posting more about all things soccer because that's what I love to do. Thank you so much for listening.